1: Recorded live. One
0: minute until showtime all callers are muted and they can unmute
1: themselves Jesus, hallelujah. hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Your show will go live in five seconds. Four. Three, two, one. Log Talk Radio. This conference is being
0: recorded. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to this installment of 6AM Mega Prayer brought to you by the Message of Christ Church, which is pastored by none other than Pastor and Prophetess Sylvia Staples. The Message of Christ Church is located in Chicago, Illinois, and we are so grateful and so thankful that you have decided to join us this morning. We thank God for another day of rising up with our mental faculties and our physical faculties available and accessible to us. Amen. Thank the Lord that this is a day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And no matter what the day may bring, we will keep praising God. Again, I am Sister Teresa, I am your intercessor for today. And this week is our touch and agree week. Touch and agree week on the mega prayer hour. Uh my topic For today is marriage I deal with marriage and with healing And today I'm going to be focusing on marriage As our topic for touching and agree today But I would like to start off first with a word of prayer Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God We thank you, Lord, for blessing us to rise up this morning We ask you, Father God, to forgive us of everything that is not like you, Father God Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, O God And bless us to take on your righteousness because our righteousness is as filthy rags. We thank and praise you, Father God, for your goodness and your mercy and your compassion that I knew every morning. We thank you, Lord, that we were not consumed, O oh God. We thank you that you had kept us from, kept the hand of the enemy away from us, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for revealing to us where the enemy was and where he is and what he's trying to do. And we come against the forces of darkness right now in the name of Jesus Christ, and we render them powerless say that the forces of darkness against your people shall be confounded and put to shame. Everything and everybody that devises hurt against the household of faith shall be brought down, shall be put to shame in the name of Jesus. Let the angels of the Lord chase them and persecute them in the name of Jesus. Let them be as chaff before the wind, Lord God, that your people, the household of faith, may walk in peace and grace and love and in the fruit of the Spirit, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for protecting us, oh God. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for the victory that you always cause us to triumph. We thank you, Lord, for wisdom and understanding of your word. We thank you for the anointing that you have bestowed upon each and every one of us, oh God. We thank you for blessing us to walk in the purpose and the plan that you have for us, that we are your people and we are successful in you. We study your word, we read your word, we eat your word, we live your word, for truly we are living epistles, read of men. And we thank you, Father, that they see us and they glorify you in heaven, that our good works are done to glorify you in heaven, O God. We thank you, Father, that we live a life that is pleasing to you, because that's our heart's desire, to live a life that's pleasing to you, Father, that men may be drawn to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for filling our mouths with your word and with your grace, oh God, that you season our words with salt, Father, in the name of Jesus, that when we speak to others, that they will be healed, they will be encouraged, they will be blessed. And if rebuke and correction is needed, that we have the boldness and the grace to speak it to those individuals, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, and we thank you again, Lord God, for another day. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. Again, I am Sister Teresa, and this is our Touch and Agree Week. You have joined the Message of Christ Church, and we are on this line every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. and Sunday mornings for Bible study at 8 a.m. and Monday nights at 7 p.m. We encourage you to give the number out our main teleconference number which is 641-715-3670 and the access code is 420123 pounds. Our postal mailing address is PO Box 390762 Chicago, Illinois 60639. If you wish to correspond with the ministry via U.S. mail. That's the postal mailing address. And you can also correspond via the Internet. That's messageofchrist at yahoo.com. We also have a telephone number. Our office number is 773-609-2071. Please leave a message. And uh, if you would like to leave a prayer request, your prayer request will be dispersed amongst the ministry team. And we will be praying for you. Amen. We also have two internet websites, messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministries.com. Please visit both websites to learn about what's going on in the ministry and to follow Pastor Staples as she goes forth in her endeavors. That is sylviastaplesministries.com and also messageofchrist.net. Amen. So this is our Touch and Agree Week, and my topic is marriage. I would like to turn your attention to 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3, and my focus is uh, the passage of Scripture I'm going to read is uh, verses 1 through 9. Verses 1 through 9 of 1 Peter chapter 3. Likewise, ye wives in subjection to your own husband, that if any obey not the word, they may, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For at this manner, in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves, being in, in subjection unto their own husbands, Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrary wise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read this in the NIV version, too. There I, I'm not really the type to like to read other. Uh, versions of the Bible, but that's something that's done to help people out from time to time. So I'm going to read the same passage of scripture in the NIV. Uh, It's, again, for those who just joined us, 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornments such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which which is of great worth in God's sight. Well, this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live, your, live with your wives. <clears throat> Excuse me. Treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessings. Because to you, because to this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Amen. <clears throat> so I, I, my preference is the King James Version, so just bear with me if that's not your yep. preference, but that's what I'm going to refer back to. Um, likewise, you wives be in subjection to your own husband. Um let me go with my topic first. Let me let me back up a little minute of this. I want to this is such an agree week and my topic is marriage and um my subtopic or the focus rather. The focus of what I want to talk about today and pray about today with you for those who want to touch and agree in prayer today is uh verse seven of this chapter. Verse seven of 1 Peter chapter 3 says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor to the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. My main focus here is dwell with them according to knowledge. Now, this ministry ministers to women, and so I want to talk to you, women, even though the husband. The husbands are told to dwell with us women, us wives, those who are married and those of you who are wanting to be married. Your husband is to dwell with you according to knowledge. But I'm going to ask you, how well do you know yourself? Because see, if he, needs, he needs to dwell with you according to knowledge. He's supposed to study you. He's supposed to be able to read you, pick up on what you like and what you don't like. But there are times when people have to ask you, what do you want? What do you know about yourself that you can share with the man that comes into your life if you're not married and with the man that you are currently living with if you are married? What do you know about you? Do you know yourself well enough to tell him how to dwell with you, to educate him about you? That's the focus here that I want to talk about. How well do you know you? Help your husband to dwell with you according to knowledge by telling him what you want. We constantly hear, you know, men will say they are not mind readers. I don't know what you want. A lot of times we as women, we don't know what we want ourselves. If somebody was to ask you, what brings you pleasure? How many of us have a direct answer of what brings us pleasure? How well do we know ourselves? We have a list of what I don't like. We have a list of what I don't like and what I don't want to hear. We have a uh, we could give a rundown like that, but what can you say that you really like to do? I would say a lot of women like to go shopping, so you would love it if, if the man in your life gave you money uh, that would make you happy. That's one thing. So in in finding out what uh, makes us happy and how what um, how we can function in our marriage to educate our husbands, I want to use. Information uh, called The Five Love Languages, which is written by, it's a book written by Gary Chapman. And it's dealing with relationships. The five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. And this is for relationships, for marriages. He has five five areas that he focused on that he calls love, uh, your love language. We know that love is a choice, and love is given freely. I I heard a I had a professor when I was in college. She, she was a it was a sociology class, and she said love is given freely. You can't really choose who's gonna love you. You know, it just comes. Love just comes out of people when it's pure, unconditional love. It just flows out of a person to another person. It's just given freely. And uh, you can't put a cap on it. You know, you can try to stop it, but it's just there. But it also is a choice. You have a choice to share that love with people. You know, sometimes somebody may look at you. You yourself may have experienced a life where, you just really attracted to somebody. You just like them. You don't even know what it was about them. You can't explain it. That's free love coming out of you. It's just coming out of you freely. But you have the choice to go over and let that individual know how you felt and what you thought about them. Be it you know a, a friend or a man or anyone, somebody that you just cared about and just. Truly love the coworker that you just cared about so much that you needed to let them know. That's how friendships are formed. You love your best friend. You love your best friend. And you can do anything, you know, as we, we say in the current vernacular, we got our friends back. I got your back. That means you love that person. So love is given freely, and love is also a choice. So in dealing with the five love languages, I want to give you what the five love languages are. He has five categories. The first one is words of affirmation. The second one is quality time. The third one is receiving gifts. The fourth love language is acts of service. And the fifth love language is physical touch. The first one, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is when, you know, if you as an individual we heard the phrase: "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me." If you are a words of affirmation person, words hurt you deeply. Words hurt you deeply. It goes to the core of you. If when you were a child and people would pick on you or say nasty things or mean things, you were the child that was like, "Why are they saying that about me? I didn't do nothing to them. Why are they treat? Why are they say that?" Uh, words of affirmation, if when, when you were in school, the teacher said, great job. You felt wonderful. And if your, your mom or your dad or sister, anybody pat you on the back and say, girl, you all right. You, that was wonderful. Fantastic. You look good. You, you are awesome. Those things have you beaming. Your self-esteem goes to the top. It just rises if you are a words of affirmation person. And you love those people. That's your love language, words of affirmation. It just causes you to want to be around those people even more. It makes you like them even more. Your love language, when someone taps into your love language, you will blossom in your relationship with them. So words of affirmation, if you are a words of affirmation person and your husband doesn't know it, you need to let him know, I need you to tell me I look good. Don't I look good today? Do I look good? When you know you're looking good to yourself, you ask, don't I look good today, to get him to say yes. You know, and it would be wonderful if he doesn't need any prompting, but in order for him to dwell with you according to knowledge, you need to educate him. So if words of affirmation is your thing, then you need to let him know, uh, lead and guide him on giving you the words that affirm you, that he loves you for who you are, that he loves you because you're a great mom. He loves you because you are a phenomenal woman. He loves you because you are fantastic or you're awesome or anything. With uh, words of affirmation, it doesn't have to be a great compliment. Anything matters. If he compliments your shape, if he tells you certain physical features of your body that he likes, that just makes you being even more, you know. So words of affirmation, and if that's your love language, when you hear it, it doesn't matter who you hear it from, total strangers on the street, to people that know you, it builds you up and makes you more loving towards that person. When uh, I, I'll use myself a, as an example. I am a words of affirmation person, and I'm going to bind everything that's not like God, Every a uh, ungodly person that may be on this line would not be able to speak against me in the name of Jesus. i shield myself with the shield of faith and my self-esteem and everything is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And for everyone on this line that whose uh, love language is words of affirmation, I apply that prayer to them in Jesus' name. So as a words of affirmation person, if I am running in a deficit, so to speak, I haven't been affirmed in a while God will let total strangers on the street compliment me. Total strangers on the street will give me a compliment of some form, some fashion. They will affirm me, and I know it's coming from God, and I thank God for it because I am his child, and God is meeting my needs. And so, therefore, you don't have to worry about it always being uh, words of affirmation coming from someone who knows you. God will supply that need for you by letting the total stranger speak to you. Amen? Oh, I'm spending a little bit too much time on this. So let me run through these right quick, and then I'm going to open the line for prayer uh, to touch and agree with you. Quality time. If your love language is quality time, you are one of those people who would love, to have your family around you, people around you, the person that you are in love with your husband to be with you. There are some women who say, oh, he's too clingy. Well, those of us who love quality time, we love that clingy man. Bring him on. Bring him on. I want to live with that clingy man. If lo- If your love language is quality time, you want him to be coming home. You want him to be on his way home. You want him to be at home. Amen. <laughs> if he going to work, uh, when people ask him what is he doing, you want that to be one of his answers because he's trying to get home to be with you if that's where you are. He wants to be with you. Quality time means you want the, you want the people that you love or
1: mm-hmm. your
0: love blossoms and blooms when people are spending quality time with you. Family get-togethers where your kids are around you just have you beaming and you're talking to them and they're telling you what's going on in their lives, that's quality time. Spending time together, interacting with one another. Even when you see those couples, I see older couples of, of uh, different uh, ethnicities walking and holding hands, walking through the neighborhoods holding hands. They're spending quality time with each other, just walking down the streets, Even downtown Chicago, I live in Chicago, for those who are not familiar with me. I live down in Chicago. I work downtown, and I see different couples of various ethnicities. And I mean all countries are represented. And they walk downtown holding hands, looking at the buildings. Some of them are tourists. Some of them are uh, people who live here in Chicago, that's quality time, holding hands, experiencing life together, doing things together. Receiving gifts is the third love language. You are a person, your love language, if it's receiving gifts, honey, oh, if he gives you, he come home with a ring or some jewelry or whatever, unexpectedly, oh, my God, you gonna do anything and everything for him. That just causes you to just overflow. But this, I'm dealing with people who are just joining us. We uh, this is First Peter chapter three verse seven, where it says, "Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. In order for your husband to dwell with you according to knowledge, you need to let him know what your love language is." So that's my focus. I'm trying to help you as women to express to your spouse what your love language is. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. So. Receiving gifts, it doesn't matter what he does, any kind of gift he brings you, a gift card, give you some money, buy you a new purse, or outfit, any kind of gift he can give you, you just are overflowing and you're going to do whatever it takes for him to be happy because he's made you happy and you will uh, have a wonderful life with that man. Amen? Because whatever we, you know, whatever we sow, we reap. Whatever we sow we reap. If you sow love, you're going to reap love. If your husband is sowing love into you through your love language, he is going to reap bountifully from you. So therefore it's really important for us to educate our husbands and let them know how to dwell with us according to knowledge. You know whatever your name is, I used to I tell my husband, uh, he's supposed to know uh, know me like a book, Teresa Chapter One. Your husband needs to know you fill, fill in the blank. I'll use Sister Stephanie because Sister Stephanie White has a, a wonderful marriage. I'll use her as an example. So her husband has already know Stephanie Chapter 20, because they've been married a while. So he knows, Chap- Stephanie Chapter 20, Verse 2, he knows what that means in his life and in her life. Amen? So your husband is supposed to learn you like a book. Know what makes you tick, what ticks you off, what turns you on, Everything. And in the process of that, he had to learn you. You have to help him learn you. And the best way for him to learn you is you to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, you can't possibly teach somebody else about you. Amen. So it all starts with you learning and knowing yourself and being able to explain it and express that and teach somebody else. The fourth love language is acts of service, acts of service. If you're the, uh, let's say you're the type who keeps a a clean house spotless, an act of service is if your husband decides he's going to clean the house for you, you will find that to be a wonderful thing. If he just, without you telling him, he comes in and he, you know, vacuums the carpet or he helps you to clean up on a regular basis and you don't have to ask him, he knows that That pleases you, an act of service. He's taking care of the house. He's going to the grocery store. He's shopping with you or he does the grocery shopping. He does the laundry or whatever you need to have done. Take care of your car. Washes your car for you. uh, You know, does anything, any kind of act of service. To ease your burden in life, you just beam with that when he does that. If that's your primary love language acts of service your husband doing for you, then you need to tell him you feel like you need help with life, you know, stuff to be done, help you with the children if you have any, then express that to your husband, not mean and hateful, you know, not you know, spewing out orders, but gently asking, Honey, can you help me out? I really need your help. It was do a wonderful thing for our marriage if you help me out sometimes. That's how you can say it. Quiet, let like the scripture was saying here, with a meek and humble spirit, a quiet spirit back in verse 4 of First Peter chapter 3. You know, we want to have this attribute. This is uh, verse 4, is speaking to the wives to adorn ourselves with the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit which is in the sight of God of great price. We want to have, that's how you want to approach your husband, with a meek and quiet spirit, with wisdom. We want to have that spirit of Abigail, that wisdom to even deal with a man who ain't saved, or a man who is saved and not actually walking in obedience to the word. You know, that all that fussing and cussing and railing, accusation, that don't work. That doesn't work. But, even if you have a husband that's not uh, not responding properly, you can always go to God in prayer. Go to God. If I would admonish you to go to God in prayer first and foremost. Go to God in prayer first, and then God will give you what to say. Sometimes we don't need to say anything. We need to let God work on that man. And and that's part of living uh, a chaste life in front of them the way we behave, when they acting a the fool or whatever, you don't have to respond all the time. You just look at them. Go to God and say, you saw what he said, Lord. You, you heard what he said. You saw what he did. Go to God in prayer. Get in your war room. Amen. Your private place and pray and watch God turn things around. God will give you what to say at the times you need to say it, and God will take care of things and take care of you. Ninety oh. seconds. In addition to acts of service, the fifth love language is physical touch. And that is for those people who are touchy-feely people. I like to call call you the touchy-feely people. Physical touch is just not not uh, intimate relationships. It's those caresses. It's those people who love to hold hands. You love sitting on the couch looking at me. 60 together. seconds sitting on the couch looking at movies together and some part of your body is touching your husband, just being in his presence with physical touch means literally that, physical touch. You know, some people, some women, they don't want to be touched. They don't want their husband's hands on them. But if you are a person whose love language is physical touch, you like being held. You want him to hug you. You want him to touch you. You want anybody? You like your friends? You know, sometimes we um, use our elbow to say, "Yeah, girl." You know, you hit your friend on the on the arm. That's a physical touch person. Somebody that's always putting a hand on you. That's a physical touch person. Um, When in in general, ten seconds. In general, general conversation, they have to touch you, and when they're talking to you, that's a physical touch person. So if you are a physical touch. Uh, person, that's your love language. Then you thrive on that. You thrive on hugs and caresses and and hand hand holding in your marriage. And you need to let your husband know that. I once was in a uh, marriage counseling uh, group. We it was a seminar. I'm sorry, a seminar, and we had wrote down on paper certain issues and. Someone had written that they wanted their husband to hold their hand, and this wife repeatedly asked her husband to hold her hand, and he just wouldn't do it. And so I know that that meant that's her that's her love language. That wife just wanted something that small. In, in the eyes of most people, holding hands is a small thing. Now, she's not asking him to make a million dollars, to go and tear the house down and rebuild it. It's almost like um, uh, the centurion soldier, you know, go dip seven times. Is it that hard for you to hold your wife's hand? She's asking you to hold her hand. You know, so unfortunately, the pastor who was leading this session, in essence, was telling the wife to get over it. Oh, it ain't really necessary to hold your hand. That's because he didn't understand the importance of that to her. So I, being who I am, I'm a relationship person, If those who know me. I'm a relationship person, and if I see that anyone is being undermined, undercut, or mistreated in the relationship, and I, I can do something about it, I'm going to speak up. So I spoke up on behalf of my sister in Christ who was in this room. I didn't know who she was. And I got ridiculed for speaking up for her, but I could take it. I could take it and i i presented the same scenario she she's not asking him to do a great feat it's just like uh the centurion the uh commander i can't think of his name right now but you know who i'm talking about who went to the prophet and he told him to dip seven times in the in the uh dirty water <laughs> in the jordan river he told him to dip seven times and his servant said master he asked you, if he asked you to do some grace, you would have went and done it. But this is something simple, and of course, the Syrian commander he was healed when he dipped seven times. It's the same principle. Hold the wife's hand. It's physical touch that she needs. Evidently, she she really probably want to be held by him, other than in a intimate, in, in, other than sexual relationships. She needs to be touched outside of the bedroom. She needs to hold his hand to let him stroke her sometimes. Even if you are washing dishes and you're a physical touch person and your husband comes up to you and embraces you or pats you uh, somewhere on your body, then you love it. That just causes your self-esteem to go through the roof, you know. That means he cares about you. So my whole focus on sharing these five love languages with you is so that you as a wife can educate your husband on what you need in the relationship to have a better relationship. So now I'm going to open up the line. I'm going to open up the line for those who want me to touch and agree with you in regards to your love language, that it can come forth and that you can share with your husband what your love language is. I need you to start six. Star six now, and uh, let your requests be made known. Our focus is marriage and love languages, your love language, having an understanding of what your love language is. So star six, the line is open. If you star six, and let your requests be made known. Is there one? Okay. Nobody's coming forward, so I'm going. To... Oh, praise good the Lord! Morning. Yes, praise the Lord. I hear you. I heard you say good morning, but I don't hear you now. Hey, good morning. This is Sister Rhonda. How are you doing this morning, everyone on the land? Praise God, the Lord. bless you all. Well, I just wanted to. Um, you know, come forth for prayer, that I will be able to, um, you know, like give my husband the knowledge of what my love language is. Mm-hmm. I think uh, most, a lot of, I think um, it was five love languages.
1: I yes. think I got a little
0: bit of both, all of them. I think a little bit of all of them. I think but I really all, think. We all do, Sister Rana, yeah. but you have a primary. You have a primary. Is this the touch? It's physical touch. Okay, all right. So we're gonna pray that you'll be able to convey that message to your husband, and that he'll be receptive of it as well. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, you see and know everything that goes on in Sister Rhonda's household, Father. And I ask you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, to step into that household, into that marriage. And touch her husband's heart. And bless us, Sir to be able to express to her husband what she needs. Even if it's to the point that she has to take his hand and lay it where she needs it to be on her for that physical, physical touch, Lord, when it is needed. Father, I ask you, Lord God, that she be able to express to him where he can receive it and that he does receive it freely. And that he accepts that it's It's such a small thing. Let him see that it's a small thing that brings forth great reward if he just does that one thing in touching her, meeting her physical need or hey, yeah, my fire. Meeting her physical need in the name of Jesus. That he gets the revelation. Mm That he gets that revelation of how important it is. How bountiful the blessings would be if he just touched his wife. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, Yokes will be broken because he touched her, that it will bring them closer together, that they will be tight-knit and they could cleave to one another as you have instituted marriage to be a husband and a wife. Cleaving together, and that in and of itself is a physical touch, Lord God. Cleaving. Yes. Cleaving together by spirit, in spirit and physically, Lord God, that no one and nothing can come between them. I come against every marriage breaking spirit in the name of Jesus that tried to get in the way in their household in the name of Jesus. And we come against the enemy right now. And we say that this marriage is bonded together. They are together, knitted together, united together, and stand as one, hugging one another. With his arms around his wife, standing side by side, they will be unified when they go to family functions. He will have his arm around her so everybody will know this is my wife. In the name of Jesus, change his behavior, Father, in the name of Jesus. In regards to physical touch for Sister Rhonda, right now, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. They are walking together. Ooh, Lord, Jesus! Lord. In the name of Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you right now for working it out for her Lord God. We thank you for Hallelujah. good success in this area Lord God. We thank you Lord for the victory that's coming through in the name of Jesus in their marriage Lord God. We thank you Father Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For peace and harmony. Peace and harmony like never before Hallelujah. because they're walking together in agreement. Physical touch, hey, yeah. He, Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, we praise Your holy name, O oh God. We know it's already done. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, yes. barriers are being broken. His mindset is being changed. In the name of hallelujah. Jesus, in regards to physical touch, Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. He is being transformed by the renewing of his mind right now. In Jesus' name, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, that she can express it and show him and tell him what she needs in regards a to physical touch. And as a result, the marriage blossoms and blooms in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. God bless you, Sister Rhonda. Is there another? Is there another? We're talking about your love language today and expressing your love language to your spouse so that he knows how to dwell with you according to knowledge. Amen? Is there another? For those who just joined us, we're talking about the five love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. These, if these, one of these is your primary love language, and you need to express that to your husband to have a better relationship in your marriage so that your husband can dwell with you according to knowledge. Amen. Come forth. Start six and let your requests be made known.
1: I'm going to do
0: a general prayer now since there's no other. I'm going to pray for every marriage on this line, every marriage, and every woman who is on this line who wants to get married, who desires to be married, and that you will be able to express to whoever you are in a relationship with, if you are currently dating, uh, engaged. Not only does these love languages work for us, knowing ourselves, but you can learn these love languages and spot them in your partner, your spouse, the person that you want to marry. You look to see what they do, what makes them happy, because we need to learn our husbands as well, amen, in order to respect them and to love them. And to have a happy home, we want to please our husbands, and we want our husbands to please us. So with our love languages, you know, you learn what your husband needs. As I stated earlier, a love language of a man that's clingy is quality time. That's a quality time man. If he always trying to be under you and want to be with you all the time, that's quality time. And if you're not that type of person that likes quality time, then, you know, that's going to be kind of, that's going to be a conflict. That that really will be a conflict unless you learn to adapt and allow him to be with you all the time. Because he just, a lot of time, quality time, people just want to be in the same room with you. Amen? (laughs) So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we're praying right now for every wife, every woman on this line who desires to be in relationship every woman that is already in a relationship, that's leading to marriage. Father, we ask you right now to bless each and every one. First of all, every woman to learn herself, to learn what makes her happy, to learn what will keep her well in her marriage, to keep her self-esteem high, personally working on herself to know what it is about her, what her primary love language is, Lord God, what her love language is that causes her to flourish and to grow in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I ask that you reveal to each and every one on this line what their love language is, O God, and that they protect it because the enemy will come forth to attack in that area. But we thank you, Lord, that the angels of the Lord are sent, and I send them, to protect each and every one in their love language area. That their hearts will be guarded in the name of Jesus. That everyone has the breastplate of righteousness on them to shield and cover their hearts. We have the shield of faith to protect us in our love language areas, oh God, that the enemy cannot get through, that that love can flourish, that love can grow. And we can express our love language to our spouses and our significant others, those who are engaged and those who are dating, that they can come forth in the name of Jesus and express what their love languages are to those significant people in their lives, and even relating in families, oh God, the children, mother to daughter, mother to son, in the name of Jesus, in friendships. Because the love languages apply in friendships as well, Father. And we thank you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that everyone on this line will have a better relationship with whoever they're in relationship with is according to your will. If they're to be in that relationship with whoever they're with, Lord God, that their love language will flourish and that it will grow, that they'll be able to express it and it be received, and that they will also note the language of their... Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Their spouses, their significant others, their... um, Learn the love language of those they're engaged to, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, for preparation for marriage, that they be prepared for marriage, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, I ask you, Lord God, let the spirit of marriage come on this line like never before. Honorable marriages, holy marriages, sanctified marriages, purity in marriage. Thank you for the anointing of marriage on the line today, Father God. Hallelujah, solid marriages. Hallelujah that nothing could come between that husband and that wife. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, nothing. Nothing, no one. In the name of Jesus, love is the principal fruit. Love binds them together. They hold on to one another. They cleave to one another. They serve one another. They submit to one another. In the name of Jesus, they be with one another. They affirm one another. In the name of Jesus. Huh? And most of all, they want to be with one another. In the name of Jesus, oh God. And bless in the physical touch area, Lord God. Every facet of it, Lord God. Bless the love relationship, the intimate relationships, oh God. Any barriers that's tried to come up in the name of Jesus. Any blockages in the name of Jesus. We break it right now. We put them aside. We cast them down. We pull them out. High and mostiful, yeah, my He cut of like under the in the oh, the sexual reproductive area, in the name of Jesus, I come against every blockage right now. Every blockage right now. Our sisters in Christ who have suffered sexual assault, I come against those blockages right now. In the name of Jesus, I pull it out. In the name of Jesus, I say, be free, be free, be free, be free. I speak healing to your body in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, no more blockage in the name of Jesus. Freedom, freedom, freedom. And healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, healing in the name of Jesus. Healing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. The balm of Gilead in that area, Lord God. And your body will function properly. Lubrication in the name of Jesus. Naturally so. Naturally so. Naturally in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, wonderful relationship like never before, hallelujah, because you've been delivered in the name of Jesus, no memories of the past in the name of Jesus, dislodge those spirits, oh God, I dislodge them in the name of Jesus, I'll break her free, hallelujah, I have commanded to come out, come out, leave her bodies right now. In the name of Jesus. Hi, Yamaskoya Leranda. He kaya le bosa. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for deliverance, oh God. Hallelujah. Her loans are girdled about with truth. Hey, Koramafa. He kaya letabosa. Jesus. Hiya later bosa. Truth in the inward parts. Truth in the name of Jesus. Healed in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has been applied. Hallelujah. And you're girt about with truth. Your Lord is a girt about with truth. Truth, truth, truth that Jesus heals. Hallelujah. Jesus heals. You are healed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, for the victory that you have given each and every woman on this line today in relationship. Hallelujah. Freedom to express her love language and receive love. In her language, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you bless the husbands to dwell with their wives according to knowledge, and the wives will educate their husbands on what they need from them in Jesus' name, without railing, without accusation, with sweetness and kindness and meekness and humility. And the sisters who sow sweetness, kindness, and humility will reap sweetness, kindness, and humility. From their husbands, from their spouses, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, for a wonderful relationship, wonderful marriages, and the anointing of marriage that you have put on this line today, the anointing for marriage. Those who desire to be married, that they prepare for marriage. Bless them to be prepared for marriage, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I am Sister Teresa. I've been your Intercessor for today for this installment of 6 a.m. Magic Prayer Touch and Agree Week. God bless you and keep you as always as our prayer. Continue to tune in Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Our main teleconference number is 641-715-3670. And uh, our order of services is as follows, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. And Monday nights at 7 p.m. for Miracle Monday. Please. If you'd like to donate to the ministry, and we thank all of you who do, send your offering to Message of Christ Church, P.O. Box 390 762, Chicago, Illinois 60639, or you can use the PayPal link, which is on messageofchrist.net and Sylvia Staples You can also correspond with the ministry via email, and that's at Christ at yahoo.com. Call our general office number, 773-609-2071. You can call or text your prayer requests, your praise reports, your your feedback, whatever it is you need from the ministry. Call our office number, 773-609-2071. Amen. Again, I'm Sister Teresa. God bless you. And I pray that you walk in your love language. I pray that this has been a uh, informed session for you to know who you are as an individual that you can educate your significant other, your spouse, and your life. Go in peace and in the love language that God has given you in Jesus' name. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Until tomorrow, God bless you.